Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, you have found us. The podcast about what people would do on their last day on Earth. Will they raid their local Nando's? Steal a Fiat Punto? Tell their boss how they really feel? Or maybe just have a jolly old time with their nan and a shepherd's pie? What would you nutters do with your last day on Earth? Last day on Earth. Last day on Earth. Last day on Earth. No, we've come to the end of the road because today we're going to reveal who has won the two spots to be the co- the host um, as Rochelle and I take the hot seat. These people don't know who they are yet. Can I just say that for one person, this was an absolute landslide. <laughs> like, I don't think we knew just how popular <laughs> this person was. And then for everybody else, it was extremely close, like tight. So tight, close. Tight, tight. Tighter than a tiger's bum. And so in a last day on earth, too far. Exclusive and special. We're now gonna call these people and break it to them that they have won a seat. Should I call my person? Oh, it's ringing. Hiya, do you know who this is? Uh, there's a picture of Rochelle on my phone. <laughs> That's a giveaway. I was going to pretend I was La Rocca delivery. Someone's ordered you a pizza. That came about half six. Are you kidding? Are you currently eating a La Rocca? No, I finished it ages ago. It was my dad's birthday, so we had La Rocca for his birthday. Oh, happy birthday. I was sat there. Goodness, so you've had a great day, haven't you? You've had your pizza, it's been your dad's birthday. Oh, it's been it's been eventful. Eventful. We yeah. like that. Um I am here to add another event to your day. Okay. Can you guess what it is? Whatever they've said, I'm not saying anything without a solicitor <laughs> present. <laughs> Right, you don't need a solicitor present. Um, <laughs> what I can say is that the people have spoken and you, Philip Loins, ambassador to La Rocca Pizza and Chorley, um, have been voted in as co-host of The Last Day on Earth. Oh, Should have probably warned you this conversation is being recorded. Are you Phil. <laughs> <laughs> So well, he didn't swear. Yeah. See, I think I think that uh, this was probably skewed in my favour because of the Channel Four documentary about KFC that was on this week. <laughs> and it had a big piece on the rivalry between Charlie and Buckshaw because they both uh, sell twice as much as the national average of gravy. And uh, at Christmas time, they almost ran out in Charlie. What? Oh, wait, there was a special burger at Christmas, though, wasn't there, with a puddle of exactly. gravy? Yeah. So I had people literally messaging me saying, mate, get on Channel 4, TV's on, uh, sorry, Charlie's on Channel 4, get it on. So I feel like that might have swung it. It may have. It may have. Um, so I think you are going to be interviewing moi. I'm, I'm interviewing you? Yeah. Right now. Not right now. This is me telling you. We'll arrange everything. Right. But rather than Adrian, it'll be you and Adrian interviewing me. Right. There you go. Which I'm slightly terrified by. Los Poyas Hermanos will be back. <laughs> you too. Gosh. Why did we open ourselves up to this? Have you got any final words until we hear from you on the pod for the listeners? Or for those who voted for you? Uh, yeah, I retain all rights for merchandise that come from this. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, gosh.
we can we can agree to that. We can agree to those terms. Okay, that's that's the deal. Perfect. Um, Bye. tell your dad happy birthday from us. Oh, I will. Perfect. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. We'll speak to your soon. Speak to you soon. <laughs> Bye. You know, for like a split second, literally a split second, like I asked myself, why is the line so popular with our listeners? And <laughs> it literally took 30 seconds for him to start talking about KFC and gravy. <laughs> 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 literally just 30 seconds for him to start talking about that. Uh, right. Beautiful, right? That's a giggle. So... My favourite part about people voting for Phil Loins, right? We had like quite a few of these where people followed us, voted for Phil Loins, <laughs> and then straight and then away unfollowed, unfollowed us. us. <laughs> that was literally my favourite part about the whole thing. Um, and for anyone who doesn't know him by the name Phil Loins, it is episode three, Belgian Gang Fight. Yeah, I recommend you go back and listen to that um, because it was just, it was beautiful. Right, here we go. Special host number two. Numero dos. Elena Rojas, you are live on Channel 4. Please do not swear. <laughs> No, like you're literally. You're live on podcast. You're live on podcast, mate. Oh. Did we catch you at a bad time by any chance? Is that, is that your nephew in the background? <laughs> yeah, that's little Ezra. Um. Yeah, uh, I was just putting Ezra to bed, but do you know what? He's just chilling in his bed, so it's fine. Oh, that's fine then. How, how, what can I do for you? Oh, can you just say hi? Yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> Hola, guapo. ¿Qué hace? You're just fine. You're um, So, yeah, just basically calling... Um, to let you know that unfortunately you didn't get enough votes to go to judges' houses. Oh, gutters. Is this the part where I'm meant to cry? Just kidding, mate. Pack your bags. You're going to Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) Is this real? Is this real life? Nah, yeah. Seriously, you got loads of votes, mate. You're the second. You and Ethel. You and your you and your Antonello or whatever it's called. I don't get it. I don't get why people are voting. Are you sure it wasn't just like the same person? So basically, you are going to be interviewing me with Rochelle. Yeah. Wait. Gruesome twosome. Oh what? Yeah. What like overall? Well, there's two of you, but you're one of them. Yeah. Have some faith in yourself, (laughs) mate. You're a psychologist. I love that. Why not? <laughs> I'm speechless. I, I feel like I've just won the X Factor. Well, it's, it's even better than that. Yeah. Because I won't be forgotten in the X Do you have a, a message for all the people that voted for you? Um, I really. All really four of them. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know who it was. Like, who. Who's voting for me? Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for making my, my dreams come true of um, going on Last Day Pod again. So it's, yeah. it's been the highlight of the year. Oh, stop so, it. Oh, I'm already like halfway so, through. <laughs> um, I, thank you so much. I'm, I'm, I'm genu- genuinely flattered. Oh, I'm yeah. surprised. It's just because you're so bubbly and great and lovely. Oh. Adios, Ratakiro. <laughs> Bye. See you later, mate. Speak to you. Bye. Right, there you go. Well, that was adorable. 
So Phil Lyons, Elena Rojas will be our guests. And they will be interviewing. Oh, we'll be the guests. Oh, our hosts. Thank you. And they'll be interviewing Rochelle and I. Respect. I'm actually terrified. Yeah. But now the interesting part starts because now it's down to you to tell us what you want these two amazing hosts to ask us. Um, so we're going to be depending on you to tell us what the questions are going to be. Yeah, it's awkward because if you don't send in questions, it's, it's just going to be silence. Yeah. So and that's not cute. We know, we know from experiences that we both really love food. And so food questions are always welcome. Um, obviously, Rochelle's a massive like film buff as well. So last day on Earth Literally films. love the films. <laughs> love the films. So apocalyptic oh, films. Don't give me films. <laughs> In fact, you know what? If you want films, if you want anything about cars, <laughs> like car films, love that. Dance films on top of that. <laughs> Just car Don't and dance films. Don't films. Nice one. Right, perfect. Go on then, Michelle. You said you had some up. Um, There were were two things. So one, when it was like, mmm, hot seat, and I was sick in my mouth. You know when you're in a car with heated seats? Yeah. Did that make you feel like you've wet yourself? No. Oh, man. (laughs) I've got another confession. These are my confessions. Oh, <laughs> confessions. Also, please keep sending your confessions because I'm laughing relatively hard at them. My goodness. Like, they were you know, when so it's just good. not you, so there isn't the shame. Oh, I love the fact like, that people trust us enough to share them because it makes my life. <laughs> for real. Like, unfortunately, we don't have time to read them all today, but we will definitely get to them. So please send more. Like so far, the ones that we've had are yeah. just incredible. But going back to um, heated seats, Rochelle, when I first when mm-hmm. I got my first car in Germany, that was the first time that I ever had a car with heated seats. Uh-huh. Fancy in that. And I really liked the feeling. To the Avoid point. <laughs> to the point oh. that I wanted to know how it felt without pants on. <laughs> <laughs> And so one time, it was late at night, and I thought, man, no one here. Now is the perfect time for me to unzip my pants, unbelt my pants. Oh, this sounds so wrong. Pull them down, and then just sit on the hot seat to see how it feels. Kind of similar to like sitting on a cake, I guess. Still want to stop do it. That. Still really want to do that. And. <laughs> All of a sudden, I turned to my left. No. I realized that my three, like my neighbor's three little kids were just at the window, just staring at me. And I felt like I genuinely thought I was going to go to prison. Yeah, that's. That was uncomfortable. Uh, imagine them going back into the house and be like, oh, you're back in from playing. It was, it was okay. <laughs> Just seen Adrian in his pants and his... <laughs> oh, not even in my pants. Yes. <laughs> in my birthday suit. <laughs> what? From the, waist, from the waist down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wanted to know how it oh. felt like on my bum. No, no, no. I was just hoping you were using the word pants like an American. No. Mm-mm. Trousers and pants. That's a face of judgment. Can I just say? Face of judgment. Um, 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> <laughs> no! Absolutely no shame. Oh, 10 it out makes of 10 me would so recommend. Um, especially in winter, it's fine. <laughs> this happened in the middle of July, <laughs> just so you know. This was mid-July. The thing is also, I've been to visit you. Like, Germany is hot. Like, if you were going to try it, winter. Like, why when it's hot anyway? Are you just like, "Mm, let's make it hotter? Like, no. Can I just say, being single was really rough for me. Gosh. Like, I'm warm enough and I don't think that I would need heated seats. But 
like takeaway on a long yeah, drive keep the food warm i see that like i see the benefit um mm. yeah, yeah, yeah the other thing and as i said it does mean that the insta is going to be a bit busy this week um i was talking to someone um big fan who likes to pull us up when i say us pulls me up because she sees me um because i feel like i am the english representative and it's terrifying um a couple of weeks back it may have only been last week i get confused sometimes we said and it went out that we were going to put it on the insta that there would be a poll of which one people wanted to see me drying my hair with my interesting contraption or electric do-rag your tiktok dance (laughs) And this person was like, I was listening and I was like, I know what my answer is. Went straight to the Instagram and it wasn't there. So for those of you, the electric <laughs> please don't pick me. Adrian's TikTok dance was beautiful and should go viral. Um, it will be on the Insta this week. We apologize. Hey, okay. it's not an, we can do that. right. We can put that up. We will have it up. Please do vote. We love you and we're sorry. All right. Well, <clears throat> if you've got nothing else, let's, uh, spin them rolls oh gosh I thought we'd stop spinning them rolls disappointment it's just (laughs) that's the same face that I give when people bring themselves as their interesting item (laughs) (laughs) and then proceed to give them 20 points (laughs) can't be bothered with that section anymore (laughs) (laughs) literally cannot be bothered with it honestly so on today's epi- is it an episode? It's Pod? an episode. Yeah, yeah. Cute. Episode. Okay. Episode. I feel like a chapter. We have On today's chapter sounds a lot better to be fair. On today's insert a word here. We have sarcastic, funny, humble, which seems like a brag, so we'll question that. Helpful, entrepreneur, cheese obsessed sewer with bad handwriting, a lover of ironing. We've got Hazel Elba. <laughs> Hello. Look at you. <laughs> Hello. You? I'm alive. That has been my motto of all of 2020 and going into 2021. Do you think I am alive. We are going to get medals from the government saying that we survived like a marathon. Do you know what? Probably not from the government because they're Blair. But I hope that one day my children and my grandchildren will write, will make me a medal, part of their school project around COVID. And they'll be like, my mum slash grandma, which the concept makes me feel a bit <laughs> sick that I could hopefully one day be a grandma, survived COVID. And they'll make me my own little oh, medal. Cute. It's true. The government doesn't give us anything, do they? <laughs> if you did win a medal for something specific, what would you want it to be? For being... A great human being. I was going to say for great sewing, but I was already on a competition and I didn't win that oh, one. So. Tell us more. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so I was on the Great British Sewing Bee last year and um, it was an absolutely fantastic experience. Loved every moment of it. Um, even the moments where I was crying. In hindsight, it was a great experience, but in the moment, I was like, get these cameras out of my face. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it was great though. So I was on it last year. And um, yeah, it was it was just a great way to push myself and develop my sewing, make new sewing friends, like be part of a new community. So um, yeah, it was really, really good fun. Have you been recognised on the street? Do you know what? I Because of lockdown, so I was pregnant with my daughter, when it was airing and obviously we had lockdown so I was in isolation so I didn't go anywhere until the day before I got induced to give birth and I was at the hospital I'm in pain thinking I'm having having contractions and stuff and then literally one and I've they were like oh just you know we need to um get a specimen a bit tmi but they you know have to test you for like preeclampsia and stuff so they're like just do your specimen so i'm like hobbling my way out at 40 weeks pregnant like wanting this baby out <laughs> and this midwife comes up and she's like we just all love you we were gutted when you left so in oh 
can't believe that you're in the hospital. And I was like, um, let me go okay, lie down. Thank you. Yeah, like literally. And then when I was actually induced, like two days later, and I was having infections and it was horrible, um, again, someone came to do my observations and was like, oh, I just wanted to say we loved you on the Sovi. And I was like, also not the most appropriate time to tell me this information. So oh. those are actually the only two occasions that I have been noticed oh, wow. um, in very inconvenient I times. I love that. <laughs> I remember on the show there was like a children's wear week and you made this yes. like adorable little dress for a girl and I was like, oh, yeah. like maybe we'll have like baby yeah. Hazel. And you were like, surprise. Yeah. I was like, oh. Like in the show that week, I was like, oh, this is making me so broody. I wasn't pregnant then, but I was pregnant by the time it aired, which made everyone laugh because they that like they edited it and put that clip in because obviously all the production team knew I was pregnant. And then at the end of um, the series, they part like, what's everyone doing next? And I was like, yeah, about to drop. And everyone's like, oh, my God. But um, yeah, that was that. I've, I've got that dress because they send you all the stuff back. Oh, wow. And um, I'm just waiting for Avalina to grow so I can put her in it. And they'd be like, here's my sewing bee, baby. In my sewing bee outfit. That's amazing. So cute. That's so cool. <laughs> so oh, what's nice. next for you? Great British Bake Off, X Factor, The Chase? Oh, I wish. Do you know what? I love The Chase. <laughs> I absolutely, like, I watch it every day with my mum <laughs> and I love it so much. And it's, we watch it so much that now if someone gets through, Asha, my son, who is nearly three, he'll be like, yay, they did it. They did it. If they were, it's so funny. Like he'll run around. It's like the best thing in the world. So we've come to the part of the show Rochelle's favourite part of the show. That's Why is it not yours? I don't know, because it's yours. Well, I, I do like really enjoy it. it. <laughs> but I, like, I also enjoy the other part of the show. It'd be odd if I was like, this is my favourite bit, and I just struggle through the rest of it. This is the only bit I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> the rest is just trying. I think I enjoy it, because I think I take it more seriously than you do. You just give everyone fives, still. Right, okay. Well, today... I will not be giving a five, just to prove a point. Oh, I feel bad now. Well, you should. Um, Rochelle, do you want to share with our guests what is on the line? You are playing for a Subway gift voucher, which may have been used already, and a brand new photo of a Toyota Yaris. Yay! <laughs> Such big prizes. Look at the budget. And all we ask for in return for these prizes is... Your most nostalgic item. We have a small <laughs> bottle, a 20 centiliter bottle of Ray and Nephew's rum. <laughs> That's your most nostalgic <laughs> item. Wow. I feel like yeah. I should have had like oh, a trigger bro. warning this is my most... for people listening, for anyone who's had a bad night out. <laughs> and this is why it's my most nostalgic item. You've hit the nail on the head, Rachel. <laughs> I remember, and we do not condone underage drinking. Pals. Oh dear, we do not condone it. <laughs> I remember, I was about seventeen at a house party. I think it was a friend's eighteenth birthday, and it was one of those ones where the parents were like, "Yeah, we'll leave. Be responsible." And we're all like, "Of course not." <laughs> um, and one of the guys, and obviously we're all drinking, and like at that time, I mean. I feel like guys now wouldn't even like they don't know what WKD is and Smirnoff Ice and that's what we were all drinking thinking that we could handle alcohol and then one of the guys had just come back from Jamaica with lo and behold a 20 centiliter bottle of um Ray and Nephews clearly he'd stolen it from his house like it, he did not come back with it his parents came back with it so all the boys were giving it the big I am and they were like, yeah, 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 this is a big boy drink. So naturally, mm -hmm. competitive Hazel, that should have been one of my introductory words, to be fair. Competitive Hazel was like, how dare you tell me that I cannot drink this drink because I'm a female? Are you mad? So all the girls are like, yeah, that's so rude. That's so sexist, blah, 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 blah. And they were like, no, 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 no. Like this drink is like this. You need a tiny amount. And I was like give me the drink so imagine your standard small white plastic cup oh with the little lines on them um and my friend poured 
the smallest portion up to the first line and um I drank it neat because I had no idea what I was paint stripper I drank it neat and I was like yeah yeah." (laughs) I was like yeah it's fine and then you know like time sort of stood still and I could just see myself just you know like oh this is what he was talking about and everyone was like oh she's gonna throw up and genuinely that's probably one of my super talents that I don't throw up when I'm when I'm drunk and um, and then I just have this vision of me sitting outside on the curb with my friends who was just like rubbing my back and I was like I still didn't throw up though but I definitely need the fresh air and I feel like that night just summarized all of my sick form party night because if it wasn't me it was someone else in that in pretty much wow. that state drinking Ray and Nephews thinking they were they were really big and bad but um now I'm a responsible drinker and I, you know, I understand the the beauty of mixes with with, with alcoholic beverage. But um, yeah, that's my most nostalgic wow. item. I had a similar experience the first time I had English mustard. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I just saw this like amazingly yellow mustard and I thought, this looks good, man. Like you always see it in the cartoons. They get the hot dogs and then they put, they just lather it with yellow mustard. I didn't know what English mustard was at the time. And I put yep. a lot of mustard on there. And I took a bite of it and I thought I was going yeah. to die. No yeah. exaggeration. My nose <laughs> imploded. And I thought I was going to die. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. American mustard and English mustard are very, so very different. different. <laughs> Yeah, Ray your nephew is like you've licked vapor rub. Oh, that doesn't okay. sound terrible. That's an accurate description. Like firewater <laughs> is what it's colloquially yeah, it's... known as. I remember being quite young, like very young, at um, a christening and running around with my cousins, being like, Meh. and I don't know what in the bad uncle possessed him to do this but you know when you're running around you're like I'm just like come on come here and get some water it was not water <laughs> I think we've it was all like been tricked like that once in our lives. I was like <laughs> and like my uncle laughed and was like well she'll never drink again will she and I was just <laughs> like this is so mean for the joy of that also being very true to the hazel I know <laughs> So are you saying I can't do something? Watch me. Um, I'm going to go five. (laughs) (laughs) You always give the five points to everyone. Yeah, but I don't always give five points out, so I can if I want to. Hazel, question for you. Have you since had this rum? I mean, you've got a bottle of it, so I'm assuming that the answer is yes. Honestly, the answer is like pretty much no, but it was just my birthday and my friend just bought it for me. Hence why it was in the house. And then it brought back that memory. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember oh, okay. when I drank irresponsibly. Um, but I'm I'm more of a spiced rum individual now, as opposed to just paint stripper rum. Similarly <laughs> to, to Rochelle, I have that attitude to life a lot as well. You don't think I can do something? Well, let me show you that I can. I love that attitude. That's great. However, here at the last day on earth podcast we do not condone underage drinking and therefore i am forced to give you a four <laughs> out of five no full points for you i'm afraid still a really respectable score i mean that's terrible <laughs> thanks guys but yes we do not condone, do not underage, condone underage drinking, drinking or bad anyone. parenting or uncle <laughs> No. Imagine if we did condone bad parents. No, because I am a responsible <laughs> aunt. <laughs> Are you? Oh, do you? Do you feel happy? Do you feel sad with your score? Like, describe to us how you feel. You know, I'm. I feel quite proud, if I'm honest with you, because you know, I think the the responsible thing is to deduct a point for the underage drinking, but um, I felt like you know the points were worthy of the the story of young Hazel sitting on the side of the street somewhere in southeast London with her friends rubbing her back and the guys laughing at her like, we told you the drink was strong. <laughs> uh, wait, am I irresponsible for giving you a five? No. Cute, love that. Thanks. 
because you've also seen much worse. So <laughs> this is very true. What we want you to do now is take that happiness and take that pride that you feel and put it in the bin because the world is ending. Uh, Great reaction. Love, love that. that. <laughs> we love the drama. <laughs> Definitely someone with small children. Uh, Used to role playing. <laughs> Yay. I feel like that was yeah, in yeah. some ways some in between those screams there was a bit of happiness I, I i noticed maybe uh possibly maybe <laughs> we'll never know, never know. usually i'd be like is it because you're happy that you don't have to do any more ironing but we've heard that you're a lover of ironing which i also ironing. find really weird oh i love it i absolutely love ironing like i can't wait to, we're in the process of trying to to move, but I can't wait to have a dedicated utility room and a permanent ironing board set up and just wow. iron. Not that I am like old school and should have been born in the 1940s because I would have hated it if it was forced <laughs> upon me because of my gender that I had to iron. But now where it is not, I thoroughly enjoy ironing. <laughs> and I tell all my, all my friends... I'm like, yeah, you need to iron. And the baby no. clothes and everything. Oh, when I was pregnant, I just sat there ironing baby grows and like socks. Oh, it was, it was beautiful. I love it. Don't take this the wrong way, but <laughs> we're, not, <laughs> we're not doing a lot for feminism and uh, female stereotypes today. <laughs> I know. But this, it's my choice Good. to iron. But in the same way, Good. don't ask me to wash up dishes because I shall not be doing that. Be <laughs> okay okay good 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 always a bit of balance so how does the world end some of these irons are getting pretty fancy guys i'm not gonna lie to you they're doing bits that the irons back in the day were not doing so i would have been surprised if it was an iron revolution and they took over the world because with all of this ai technology and all of this yeah we can only take technology so far so yeah i think the irons have um have woken up no how they can't even move listen we've oh, all there's an uprising i'll unplug it some Go of on. these <laughs> some of these new fancy irons i don't know if you've seen those fancy vacuum cleaners as well that are like little robots and they just yeah, move around the house, the house i i we take these things with a pinch of salt if you watch enough sci-fi films I love the idea of just putting all your clothes all over the floor and then this like iron rumba just like goes across your floor and irons all your clothes for you. That sounds... That would be a dream. Anyone fancy coming on Dragon's Den? I think we've got I an idea so. there. Yeah, you too. There you go. Instead of the chase, it could be yes, Dragon's Den. We've got an idea there. Let's go, Hazel. Let's go Dragon's Den. That's amazing. Right, I mean, so go on. of amazing are different... <laughs> Elaborate a little bit, a little bit more on uh, irons taking. Is it just irons? Is it all appliances? Is it all domestic appliances? Is it what? I'm thinking all domestic appliances have taken over the world because <laughs> we rely on technology so much, and yeah. <laughs> we put all of our personal information into these things. We've got into your fridge. Now, guys, you know, we've got yeah, we've got. We've got um, washing machines and dishwashers hooked up to our mobile phones. All of our smart technology has taken over the world. <laughs> and the little robots and the AI technology. What do you think is the deadliest appliance? Mm, that's a serious question. They're all serious questions. Honestly, Alexa and Google. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Listening into your sneaky conversations. We think our, our group chats are private, guys. But Alexa and Google are listen, listening to those voice notes that you're sending. <laughs> Back to Rochelle's point about this domestic appliance takeover. Unplugging it and it no longer works. No. Are you implying that they somehow have found out a way to work without electricity? Yes, because we have solar-powered energy. And they run now on solar power. <laughs> and this is how they're roaming. You've the got Earth. a solar powered washing machine and fridge in your house. The sun powers everything. <laughs> I mean, not not to 
not to to be be rude or anything, but if you live in England, I mean, you see the sun like maybe well, twenty times a year. I mean, you lot are not, are not eating much. That is a fair point. Everything's really so suffering wrong. with the lack of vitamin D, but you know, <laughs> yeah, I think. I think you've just hit the nail on the head. I think that might just be the way the world ends. We just... We just, <laughs> just starve. <laughs> we, we just need the sun. <laughs> you just starve with really, really dirty clothes because you can't wash them either. Before you get eaten by, by a TV, um, <laughs> we've, uh, we've got together some of your biggest fans, you know, mostly mostly midwives <laughs> and, and, and hospital staff. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> your biggest fans and friends and family and they want to ask you some questions before everything just basically ends and the first question that all these people want to know is or the first question that all these people want to ask you is what outfit from the film would you want to recreate and wear on your last day I would definitely be trying to recreate the scene from the talent show on Mean Girls, where they're all dressed up as, you know, like sexy Santa Claus, because that's just like an iconic <laughs> yes. scene. That is what I would be doing. Okay. That's definitely what I would do. Not that I view myself as like incredibly sexy or anything like that, but it's just an iconic scene. I'd probably be the one that kicks the the um, CD player mm. and just they're like, uh, uh, goodness, um, love that you know yeah i'm assuming so are you just creating the outfit for yourself or are you if you're doing the outfit are you going to recreate the scene so who are the other three people that you're going to have with you i look great as sexy santa i'm just going to put that out there just going to leave that on the table um so adrian obviously (laughs) I mean, goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> can I get a cheerleader on the side? <laughs> Rochelle can be the mum with the camcorder. <laughs> yes! And Rochelle is, I'm mm. now thinking in terms of Ariana Grande's video, the Kris Jenner, yes. the mum yes. with, ra- uh, with, the, with the camcorder. I will get a pink velour tracksuit for this occasion. I will be seen because... in a tracksuit outside. What does it say across the derriere, if, I, if you don't mind me asking? Ooh. Um, what does it say across the derriere? Probably, you know what? It's me. It'll be like carbs. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. <clears throat> Forget. <laughs> Get carbs. Yeah. I like it. Nice. Sorry, Hazel. Didn't mean to interrupt you there. <laughs> Just had something fine. really important to ask. Um, just loving the image, that's all. I'm, I'm genuinely okay. loving the image of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Adrian, myself, and um, yeah, two of my girls who love it. Like, yeah, and um, we would recreate that scene. Um, out of the four Mean Girls, which one do you associate with the most Gretchen Gretchen like, yeah okay. okay we've touched on Gretchen being a pod fave before yeah <laughs> love her <laughs> and I do love a hoop hearing so yes. you know hoops bring power another question on the mean girl situation because you know it's iconic and how can we not as you awkwardly kick the speaker and it goes into the crowd because obviously there's going to be a crowd who are you secretly hoping it hits in the face probably my old maths teacher who was just not a very lovely woman she was very interesting and um yeah probably her <laughs> just yeah <laughs> not holding on to any resentment from secondary school <laughs> at all guys don't need to give my reasons <laughs> no i said what i said <laughs> right so you have kicked away 
like the boombox from the edge of the stage into your math teacher's face, probably because it's also trying to kill you as it is technically a household appliance. Um, so it's not going to be that, but there we go. what two personal items are you going to take with you if you ever do choose to leave the house on your last day? Now, I've really thought about this and I'm just, you know, I feel like my phone, like I want to take my phone, but I'm like, would my phone betray me or would my phone be like Bumblebee? from Transformers who's a loyal OG you know and we don't know so I want to put the the trust and the faith that my phone would be Bumblebee Mm. so we're going to go with that my phone is Bumblebee and um, then I would probably take um, some some photos you know some nice cute photos you know like the passport size photos mm-hmm. you know when you because when you take them you take you have to take like four or five yeah. but you only ever need two so i always have find them randomly and i stick them on um mirrors so i'll probably just grab a couple of those just so you know i can have them in my pocket because obviously if i end up being like the only person alive like i want to remember you know <laughs> the people. my loved ones <laughs> but um yeah that's cute. So yeah, um, my phone because my phone's Bumblebee and some passport size photos. When you say your phone's Bumblebee, <laughs> is it just that your phone isn't going to betray you, or is your phone for some reason going to transform into a mechanical helper on your last day? My phone will transform into a mechanical helper. What, what type? Is it going to be a car, or do you want it to, to be something else? I want it to be a self-driving car. Because do you not like although driving? I drive, no, and I'm going to say something else that is probably going to set us back fifty years. But I, I like I will get I'll get in the car with my husband, and I will naturally go to the passenger side, and then I have to make a concerted effort to be like, oh, do you want me to drive? Considering he's a bus driver as well, so like there are many times he doesn't want to drive because he's just driven for his entire shift, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll drive. Yeah, so a self-driving car. So I don't have to drive. And so I can, you know, save people and pull them into the car mm-hmm. whilst the car is driving. You know, there's a practical reason. No, let's not pretend that this is so you can help people. Like, <laughs> If, if so, yeah. you did have that self-driving car and obviously mm-hmm. you didn't need to like focus on the road, what would you be using mm-hmm. that time for instead? Saving people sharpening weapons yeah because it i'm not talking about like a a small car we're talking about like a nice big industrial og not so much a tank maybe like a oh there's like a like a like a truck no it's rv's too big (laughs) (laughs) this massive industrial maybe like a transit van not like a tank but (laughs) an rv's reinforced transit van (laughs) yeah where i can open the doors at the back and pull people and people can jump in like if you can run cool you can come in if you're a bit too slow i'm really sorry we're not in a position to so you're not actually helping people you're not pulling them in it's just a case of i've opened the door no 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 i'll stretch i'll stand at the door and i'll stretch my arm out but i can't come out Because I can't run like I used to. Oh no, you're so far. I have my refuge. Here is my arm. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Oh, I love it. Um, Also, I love that your like tiny phone that fits in your pocket is going to end up being big enough to be a or having enough metal to be a reinforced transit van. Yeah. Yes, because if we can have tiny phones now that can hold one terabyte of data, you can turn into a reinforced van. I'm not going to argue with that logic. Um, Hazel, what what food would you say is integral to your survival? Cheese. Go on. Um, All types of cheese. Cheese. Just although, ironically, I really think I'm becoming lactose intolerant, which is incredibly inconvenient to my life. But I will persevere because I love cheese so much. So get a lactate. I'll just pretend it's not happening. Um, yeah, all types of cheese. Smoked cheese, cheddar cheese, feta cheese, halloumi cheese, gouda, edam, all types of cheese. Have you been it. sponsored by the cheese board? I actually wish that someone would because 
I love it so much. Like, it's very common for me to receive cheese as a birthday present and for me to genuinely be ecstatic. So, yeah, cheese. I don't know if it's, if it's integral to other people's survival, but it is for mine. Have you ever opened your fridge and taken a bite out of a cheese block without using a knife? 100%. Yeah. Just straight mouth like to 100%. cheese. Yeah. As a kid, I'll oh, okay. give context as a child. <laughs> We've obviously heard that you were like, you've, I was about to say you've been on Bake Off. You weren't on that. Um, you've been on the, the Great British Sewing Bee and all the stuff that you've finished and made that you got to keep that. And I'm sure that you continue to sew since. Is there one thing that you've started to make that you would be upset that you never got to complete, whether it's a sewing task or something else? I have not actually fully started sewing it, but I've planned it out and I've created the, like, the pattern piece, which is, uh, for the non-sewers, the piece of paper that you use as a template to cut the fabric out of. Um, like a paper jigsaw? Yeah, let's go with that. Um, and um, no I want to make a bomber jacket I want to I I said I'd make um, my husband a bomber jacket and me one kind of like matching but not matching and um, yeah I'd be annoyed if I didn't have that because that would also be epic to wear on your last day on earth yeah if I'm gonna go I'm gonna go out with style yeah and I feel like a bomber bomber jacket over your Santa outfit well there we go because I feel like a bomber jacket is like a staple last day on earth, you know, uniform. We're happy to give you a pass now and say that your kids and husband are excluded from this next question. Unless you want them to be the answer, we're not going to okay. force you not to. Um, but who is the last person that you would want to see on your last day? Oh. <laughs> Again, let me repeat that I look really good in a sexy Santa suit. (laughs) (laughs) Who is the last person that I would want to see? Excluding my husband and my children for obvious reasons, because they would be with me anyway. Right. Who is the last person I would want to see? Boris Johnson. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I was toying between Donald Trump and Boris Johnson. I mean, obvious choices. I was like, you know, and I probably just want to tell him that he's a waste man. Like, you know, just get that satisfaction of like, (laughs) you are a waste man. And just keep it moving. Even like saying it now is kind of cathartic. Like I'm imagining saying it to him and just be like, peace. I knew you were going to say it. You know? Because I can already see the scene of you just be like, you, I'm a waste man. And then just walking off and be oh, like, ah. Horrific justice. Bombs going off, TVs running around the place, washing machines doing what they're doing. And me just walking off after calling Boris Johnson a waste man. It's beautiful. <laughs> Boris, you're a waste man. <laughs> Other than affirming to Boris that he is a waste man. Is there one piece of life advice that you would give to people in a post-apocalyptic world? So I got this piece of advice on my wedding day, but I feel like it's accurate here, which is the grass is greener where you water it. Just Justin Bieber. Very profound piece of advice on your wedding day. But <laughs> wait, what? That's a Justin Bieber lyric. Just That's who said the quote. Yeah. Oh, wow. Or is it technically That's ludicrous? Awkward. But still very true. Is it Justin Bieber or is it technically ludicrous? Let's go with ludicrous. I literally didn't know that. That's that it. I was just playing. Song. I thought no, you were joking. <laughs> ludicrous. I thought you were a Closet Bieber fan. Um, he went through a phase and that phase tied in with work. Having flashbacks. Of- yes lunch events playing many songs but um the grass is green away you water it the downfall of every end of the world film is that people are not content with what's right in front of them they go searching and then die 
we have made it we have survived the um appliance end of the world now let's create a better environment with what we have right in front of us we don't need to go searching we don't need to go oh but there's this you know like really nice sanctuary across the river no just stay put that is my advice realistically how long do you think you'll survive if you just stay put in a house full of appliances (laughs) well if i was in the house i would have already said to the appliances just take me i'm not gonna fight like i'll actually just lie down and like just take me now because (laughs) you're all around it's too hard to even try and fight to come out of the, the house if i was already outside then i would fight and then i think i would i'd I'd make it to the post-apocalyptic world. But if I found myself where it was like me against the whole room, nah. So so just to recap, your mantra for the last day is the grass isn't greener on the other side, it's green when you water it. Ellipses, unless it gets too difficult, then just give up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Just, want to, just wanted can, to make can, sure. I'll fight if I've got people around me to, you know, egg me on. This is also why I don't go to the gym. To egg me on. Not myself. to help me, not to support me, just to egg me on. Well, you know, egg me on. A hype man is important. Yeah, to tell you, you can do this, Hazel. If I was by myself, I would, li- I, I'm not even going to lie to you, I would lie down. I would be like, it's okay. You've lived a great life, Hazel it's fine but if I was in a group setting yeah I'm gonna be yeah I'll be swinging my axe getting my hose pipe and spraying water on all of the appliances so we just need to provide a hype man or hype woman for you and and then you're you're good yeah Hazel yeah you've been an absolute treasure of a guest thank you for taking out thank you for taking out time of your day to sit in your car <laughs> and chat to us. <laughs> um, it's been absolutely great. Before you leave us, we want to do a, a quiz with you. Okay. It's not really a quiz. It's it's an activity. Let's call it an activity. And the activity is called Make Your Own Movie and We'll Give You a Rotten Tomato Score. Okay. So the first question that we want to know is, is your film a comedy, a drama, a horror thriller, action, family, or romance? Action slash drama. Okay. Choose a leading actor. Jason Statham, Liam Neeson, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Idris Elba, (sighs) Keanu Reeves, Zoe Saldana, Scarlett Johansson, Gal Gadot, or Bruce Willis. Could I please have the um, options again? Because I got distracted after a certain actor was mentioned. <laughs> Any relation to that actor, by the way? Um, which one? Sorry, I, I got lost when you know all the options were given again. So I'm not sure who you're referring the one to. You got... <laughs> the one that shares a surname with you. Um, <laughs> potentially. No, um, yeah, he is my cousin-in-law. So he's he's my husband's cousin. Um, For real? So, yeah. Really, really? Really, really. No way. Can you get him on yeah. the podcast? <laughs> well, <laughs> we all wanted invites to the wedding so we could meet him. That's incredible. Um, he is a very sought-after individual, as, you can, as I'm sure you can imagine. Um, wow. But, yeah. Absolute lols. So, um, no, for that reason, you I know, keeping his family, he would be the leading. He would be the leading um, star in my film. So I'll run by the list again for the co-star: Jason Statham, Liam Neeson, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Keanu Reeves, Zoe Saldana, Scarlett Johansson, Gal Gadot, Bruce Willis. Gal Gadot. Ooh. Ooh. She's fire. Idris Elba and Gal Gadot. Strong pair. Yeah, that would be a sick film. Here are your possible storylines. Are you ready? I'm so ready. 
two people embark on an adventurous journey around the world to save Earth from a mad scientist. Option two. Two people who were childhood sweethearts attempt to navigate life's trials and tribulations after reconnecting 17 years later. Option three. Two people attempt to save the lives of dozens after they become hostages in a bank robbery gone wrong. Four. Two people go on a weekend trip to a secluded cabin in a small town where they encounter strange locals who seem to really hate visitors. Option number, I think, five. Two people steal from a mobster who warns them he's going to hunt them down in 24 hours. The pair decide to use that day to live life to the fullest. I think it'd be option five. I feel like we've seen option three before. I feel like a film like that exists. Yeah, option five. Um... Choose the location, the desert, city, mm-hmm. on water, underwater, space, farm, cave, forest, or Antarctica. Well, it would have to be a city, because if you, if, you, if you need to get as many things done as possible to tick off your bucket list, you have to be, you know, you have to be in a city. It might just be like throwing a war balloon choose- at someone and running away. That would be fun. You right, so it's it's been out, it's been to a couple of festivals. Your film brought in some positive reviews from critics. There are always a couple of haters out there, but it's still a super respectable rating. Keep up the great work. You got 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wait, 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 look at me smashing it. Yay, go Honestly, me. who knows? Your cousin in law might even get a, a nomination for some all because of me, years. obviously, because you know. Exactly. But you'd I'd also get an award, so it's, again, keeping it in the family. You can have bookends. Again, the only way that this really <laughs> happens is if he comes on the show, for, on, on this podcast first. And so if you can, like, pull them strings. <laughs> Idris Elba, mate, you imagine. <laughs> you want to see you want to see your girl, Rochelle, like, thrive, don't you? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll have my fair. people call your people, call his people... <laughs> We have we'll no people, something. it's just us. So feel <laughs> free to give him people? my number. Yes, he's married. Um, <laughs> let's be fair, if Idris Elba was on the podcast, like my strongest feature is the fact that I'm kind of funny. I wouldn't be able to speak. I'd just be weird. Just me on camera like this. It's just, it's not a good look. Guys, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. My heart is beating really fast right now. <laughs> Imagine if Idris That's Elba you're being too much cheese. was on the show. Like, oh yes. Gosh. Rochelle would be awkward and not say much. I would literally poo myself with excitement. It would be amazing. <laughs> I mean, that's what it's about, isn't it? Hi, Idris. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Rochelle's not saying much and I've just pooped myself. <laughs> In all fairness, it sounds pretty on oh, <laughs> Before you go, is there anything you wanted to plug? Other than being related um, to Idris Elba? <laughs> <laughs> being on sewing um, yeah well I guess the only thing I would plug um, and uh, see this is where I get all awkward because talking about myself I'm like uh, this is where the humble came in which was ironic because I'm talking about all the other things about myself but really I'm pretty humble mm-hmm. um, but I do have a business it's called Linash um, you can find it on Instagram at Linash underscore style because Instagram was annoying and didn't let me just have Linash. Um, and it's a business where um, I'm selling clothes with um, Ankara, which is fabric, which is traditionally used in um, parts of Africa, predominantly West Africa. And it's featured in the outfit. So it's clothing in an everyday fashion style and we believe that everybody should have clothes that fit them well. So when you pick your garment, you would submit your measurements. So then you have a totally bespoke outfit made that fits you and is beautiful. So go to the website, go to Instagram, and you can see the garments and place an order. That's awesome. Where can people watch you on the Great British Sewing Bee? Um, I believe we are still on iPlayer. I'm not sure if we're still on iPlayer, but there is a new series out currently, which is on on Wednesdays at 9pm. So 
watch that because it's great. Um, I think we're only three episodes in, three or four, and I think there's like 12 people. So it's good fun, 9pm on BBC One, or you can head to iPlayer and um, I think you can still watch um, the series that I was on, which was on last year. Perfect. We love that. And we will tag Lanash when we post about you as well. And Idris Elba. Yay. Thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't hide your face. You know it's going to (laughs) happen. The worst thing is, I don't control the Instagram, so it probably will happen. I'm going to make the title about him. Instead of doing a picture of you, I'm just going to do a picture of him. It's... Please don't forget to subscribe, give us a lovely review and a five-star rating. If you would like to get in touch with us, email us at lastdaypod.gmail.com or follow us on the socials at lastdaypod. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you.